to Universal After Dark, a Universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hi and welcome to this week's Universal After Dark. I'm Amanda and I'm your host as usual. I'm joined by two super special guests tonight. So my first guest is Paul W. Good evening. And my second special guest is Luke. Hello. And we've got some really exciting news about Luke. So this week we've asked Luke to join us permanently on the podcast for Universal After Dark. And I'm so excited. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I am. That just put like a huge smile on my face. Yes. So you guys love Luke. We love Luke. And so it only seemed right to make him a permanent member of the team. And I'm so excited to see all the updates that we'll get. Because obviously it's it's a good idea to have someone that lives close to the parks when you're doing a podcast about them. So he'll be giving us all the info and he'll be our eyes in Orlando. So I can't wait to see how the podcast is going to grow with Luke on it. And I'm really excited to have you on board, Luke. Heck yes. Thank you so much. I am too. Yes. So everyone, when you listen to this episode, tweet Luke and welcome him to the team because I am just buzzing to have him. <laughs> so we might have another person coming on in a little bit, but they might not make it. So if they do, they do. If they don't, they don't. But we'll start off how we always start off on the After Dark podcast with what we're drinking. And I just want to give a shout out here to my little brother, Jamesy. So this week he sent me a whole case of Blue Moon. <laughs> what a good brother, right? A whole entire box of American sweets and my absolute favourite Pringles, Ranch Pringles. So I am currently drinking, I think maybe my third, could be my fourth Blue Moon of the night. <laughs> so this could get messy. I'm also having some Skype issues. So if something goes wrong, we'll blame on Skype, but it's probably just because I drank a lot of Blue Moon. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So, Paul, what are you drinking? Uh, same as uh, Disaster Dark the other night, because I'm only two and a half weeks out from uh, the half marathon weekend at Disneyland Paris. I'm on the water. Oh, <laughs> you're so sensible. Luke, why are you drinking? Uh, have you got water? Yep, as always. <laughs> That's all I drink. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You're both so sensible. So, <laughs> Luke, right now you're dealing with Hurricane Emma. Yes, almost. Not yet, but not yet. Here is prepping. Yeah, it's been crazy here. Like lines at Walmart have been out the store. Gas stations have been insane. They're all out of gas, most of them. So that's why um, I'm going really? up north. Yeah, there's been like huge lines for the gas stations. All water is like gone out of every store, and then all uh, like plywood too. That's all just out of stock at most stores. Crazy. Wow. So I was in Orlando last year for Hurricane Matthew, and I've been I've been around Orlando for a couple of different hurricanes over the years. But is this going to be worse than Matthew? Is it what what can people expect with this one do you think i've, I've yeah. been reading a little bit about it but I, what i just said to you before we started recording i've i've been in work all day so i've been trying to check when i could yeah yeah no it's definitely i think it's definitely going to be worse than matthew because it's out of category five right now which is the highest wow so they're saying winds are up to 185 miles per hour in the bahamas right now wow well yeah. Luke, you stay safe mate and also all of our Florida listeners and all our Florida friends, please, please, please stay safe. We're thinking of all of you right now. And update us and let us know that you're okay. Because yeah, we are worried that, about you. Yeah, hopefully all the Halloween Horror Nights props will still get destroyed. Well, I, I mean, last in, when they had Matthew last year, they closed the park for the day. And I think they took a lot of the props away then. So I'm, I'm hoping that they'll close the park again. Just so yeah, that all days. of the workers <laughs> will, you know, not have to travel to work. I think it's probably in everybody's best interest that the parks do close. Mm. Because we've got yeah. a people that work there too. So hopefully everybody can stay safe for the the worst part yeah. of it. Which, is it predicted to be this weekend? 
Yeah, it's supposed to hit either Sunday or Monday, I think. Or I know a lot of people are going to start leaving town tomorrow. That's why I'm going to leave Sunday night, just so I can avoid the crowds. But I think like Saturday, Sunday, Monday is when it's going to hit. Right. Well, everybody let us know that you're safe and you're okay, because we will definitely be thinking about you over the weekend. Thinking about everybody. But let's move on to something a little bit lighter for now. Try and pick everybody's moods up a little bit. So... Today, I've been having a little look. I know that I haven't even had this September trip yet, but you know me, I'm always planning ahead for my next one. So, today, I was having a little look at my next year September trip. And I was checking out Hotel Aventura. Because you can actually book that now. So... I had a wee little look on Virgin and price-wise, this is coming up in between Cabana Bay and Sapphire Falls. So it's oh. not Yeah, so it's not it's not too crazy. I kind of expected it to fall more into the Royal Pacific yeah. kind of yeah. price range. Maybe not as expensive, but kind of towards that. But basically I priced up a two week stay. With flights and car hire, because Virgin always for your car hire in a way, but you can take that out if you wanted to. So two weeks at Hotel Aventura and flights from, I I looked at Manchester, because that's my closest airport, was £2,748 for two people, whereas Cabana Bay was 2699 for the exact same dates at the end of September. Same flight. So it's not too much in it. And then Sapphire Falls after that was 3045 So there's maybe like two, two, three hundred pounds either way. So it's kind of smack bang in the middle of those two, really. Yeah. yeah. I, looking at it, I, I get the feeling that it's going to be possible that Cabana Bay has got like great facilities, but quite plain rooms. I think it might be the other way around for Aventura, that the rooms are fantastic, but the, the facilities might not be as perfect because I can't imagine you're going to have things like the bowling alley at Cabana Bay stuff like that I think might be missing well, from this and it might be very minimal I, yeah I'm kind of getting the vibe that it's going to be minimalistic but where Cabana Bay has a bowling alley this has a rooftop bar Yeah. so that excites me more than the bowling alley does really with views of Volcano Bay oh my gosh that room I... you had over like summer, I was so jealous. I know. So imagine, right? That that volcano baby that I had at Cabana Bay. Imagine that in a bar surrounded by windows. Oh my gosh! Yes, yeah. this is going to be like Universal's answer to the contemporary, I think, view wise oh, and amenity wise. I'm guessing. Yeah. So this won't have free express passes. Which I'm oh, not it's mad like, about. Yeah, it's like one of those value ones, I guess. Yeah, it's oh. it's kind of it's in the middle, so it's yeah. the same kind of vein as Sapphire Falls. So it's not the the lower budget one like Cabana, kind of in the middle. I think this hotel looks fantastic. I think it doesn't have the kind of theming, like you said, Paul, that maybe Cabana Bay has or Sapphire has. It is very minimalistic, but I think there's there's a market for that. Oh no, there definitely is because as people say, when you look at trip planning pages and things like that, people go, "Oh, it's just a room to sleep in." So you can kind of understand why people would want just a plain Jane room, really, wouldn't you? Well, that's it. But on the, I'm looking at some of the artwork now on um, on the website. And it has a Starbucks like Cabana Bay does. That's always a winner. But the rooms are giving me a kind of hard rock vibe. Hmm. So the the rooms do look pretty fancy. I know they're meant to have things like iPads and stuff in them to control all the aircon and lights and stuff. I was reading about that the other day. Or some kind of tablet, if not an iPad. Well, isn't this supposed to be the most technologically advanced hotel yeah not quite sure how you can be 
technologically advanced well, for a hotel remember... room. Well, a few months ago when we were talking about how Cabana Bay was testing those the little robots. robots. Yeah. Yeah. What it must have been for this hotel because when I went to Cabana in May, I didn't see those robots at all. I was really excited to see them and I didn't see them anywhere. So surely that is gonna be for Aventura. I would guess so. But then what kind of things could this robot do? Is this going to be a purely in the lobby kind of thing? So you can kind of just go and maybe book things to do or have things sent to your room or will you have an iPad in your room, like you just said, that will send things to the robot and the robot can bring things to you? I'm I'm guessing so. Or it goes to like a central hub and then someone controls the robot from there. I can't imagine that it's going to link direct to a robot. <laughs> There's got to be someone controlling those babies. Imagine. I will have one giant pizza, please, robot. That would be so cool. Skynet moving out of the park into the hotels. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, imagine they could link it in with Terminator while it's still there. <laughs> they could do so much stuff with this. I think this is going to be a super cool hotel. I mean, realistically, I love a good theme in a hotel. So, Sapphire Falls is my all-time favourite hotel that I've ever stayed on on any Orlando trip. I do love the theme of the Hard Rock. I love the theme of Cabana Bay. It's just, to me, I prefer Sapphire Falls. So I think I'm definitely going to stay in this hotel in September. I don't know how often I'll stay in it. You have to try it once, don't you? That's it. I like like trying all of the Universal hotels. But how often you go, you have to, don't you? Well, yeah, I I think I'd get a little bit bored if I stayed in the same hotel every time. I mean, I'm staying in Cabana again this September. That was purely just for price reasons because I'm going for around three weeks yeah. so it was just purely pri- for price reasons that I bought Cabana Craig's, again so Craig's yeah. staying in Cabana as well isn't he this time when he goes out exactly. in a couple of weeks yeah because he did Hard Rock nice yeah. yeah it's fun it's it's nicely priced it is around the same kind of price as what you could get an international drive hotel for there's not a lot of difference in it to be honest mm-hmm. so it's worth it but I do like I do like trying all of the hotels. So every time Universal open a new hotel, I'm going to stay in it. I'm looking forward to the other hotel that they're building across the road in the Wet and Wild area. I'll most oh, likely yeah. stay in that, but I don't think I'd stay in that for an entire trip because I feel like it's too far away. Yeah, it does feel like you're going to have to work to get to the parks from there. Exactly, that's it. I, I kind of felt like that a little bit staying in that cabana that I did have to work to get to the park a little bit. Especially after staying in places like the Hard Rock where it's a, a five-minute walk or it's two minutes on the boat and Sapphire Falls where you know it's a five-minute boat ride. Yeah. It did kind of feel like a little bit of work to get there from cabana. But oh, I yeah. feel like that's just because I've been spoiled by Hard Rock and Sapphire. Oh, the yeah, the the boats the boats are absolutely beautiful. I don't know whether this is going to have a, a boat going to the park. I imagine not. No, I don't believe it is. I think it is just buses from this one. Mhm. Exactly. From what I remember reading when they first first announced it, I'm sure it said that the only way to get to the parks would be by bus or walk. Okay. Yeah. They do. So they do have walking paths from the hotels. Yeah, I think so. It, because it's where it is, is it's, it's right next to Cabana Bay, isn't it? So yeah, I th- it's, it's oh right yeah, it's like right up. across the street. Yeah. Aren't they? I think they're sharing a parking garage, aren't they? So I think it's going to be fairly easy yeah. to walk between the two. So I suppose you could use the boats at Cabana Bay. Well, Cabana Bay don't have no, they don't either. do they? No. But I mean, you could walk to Sapphire Falls and get the boat from Sapphire Falls, or you could take a nice walk to any of the other hotels really and get the boat from there I don't know if that's like a, an official thing that you're allowed to but I don't see why not no I suppose if you're dining at one of the hotels that you'd get the boat down there anyway wouldn't you 
That's so. it. But to be honest, the walk from Cabana Bay is a really nice walk. I filmed it a couple of times. I didn't film the whole entire walk because it was too hot. But in a lot of the videos I've uploaded from May, start off with me doing the walk from, from Cabana. And it is nice. It's nice if you kind of go... You can go straight to the park, to well, straight to City Walk, or you can kind of go around a little bit and go through um, Royal Pacific. And that's a really nice walk because you can walk along the little beach that they have. It's really cute. I know the the walk from um, to like the Lowe's Portofino in Hard Rock back there. That was like, have you been down that path? Yeah, it's so so quick, so quick. Yeah, and it's, it's so nice because nice you walk along the lagoon. Yeah, oh, it's so beautiful. I've only stayed at one Universal, which is Lowe's Portofino. Did you like it? Yes, I loved it. It was only like a one in a, well, I mean, not like a one in a lifetime chance, but I mean, we went and we got like this super good discount. So that discount was only a one in a lifetime chance. So we <laughs> went up there for the weekend, but that was an awesome resort. Did you eat there? Um, I think we got, I know they had like a little restaurant outside. I think we got like room service as well, which all the food was like, I mean, it was really good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to compare it to anything because I eat at hotels. But it was really good food, in my opinion. I mean, all food is good food, right? It. Everybody that ever stays at Port Food now says that the restaurants there are fantastic. Did you get to see the singers? I think I heard them one night because we we actually had a room right on the bay, so oh, a wow. whole plaza on the beach. We were like a hotel room, like right across from it it was awesome wow that sounds super cool <laughs> i really want to have a trip one time where i stay at every hotel oh that would be awesome like all in one trip yeah like it, i feel like it'd be really cool but i'd have to pack really light i think yeah because just... i just couldn't be bothered to drag everything from one hotel to another and then to another so i think it would have to be or i'd just leave everything in my car Oh, yeah, and then you could just drive from each hotel. Yeah, and I could just take what I needed for the day out of the car. But that's something that I'd really, really like to do. Yeah, that'd be super fun. Yeah, and I think that's something that maybe I'll do when the the newer one over on the Wet and Wild site opens, because I definitely won't stay there for an entire trip, but I'd have to stay there for a day or two just to see where it was like. Yeah. And then I could kind of move around to different ones. But I'm really excited about Aventura. It looks really cool. I've seen pictures yeah, from, over the last few days of them putting all the windows in. Yeah, it looks like super nice. Yeah, and they've got those floor to ceiling windows, and I'm, I'm about that life. Yes, I love that. I want those in my my house when I'm older. I'm like, as much windows as I can. I don't want walls. <laughs> yes, exactly. Especially with all the cool views that you have. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm sure you could see the park. Well, even if you couldn't see the park, you would most definitely see Volcano Bay. Yeah. So, I think it's going to be a real, real cool hotel. I think it could potentially be... um, I know that Sapphire Falls is a convention hotel, but I see this looking like more of a convention hotel. Especially from the the artwork. It does look very um, business-like. Yeah, there's a there's a possibility. Yeah, it does it does give you that vibe, doesn't it? That clean, fresh businessman would want to stay there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But any anything else on Hotel Aventura before I move on to Dragon Challenge? Nope. No. No. We now have to briefly interrupt the podcast to have a few words from our sponsors. His After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.hhnunofficial.com. 
So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Hi, this is Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel, proud sponsor of the Dis After Dark podcast. How can you be prepared for your next Disney vacation? By booking with me. You don't want to be that guy that's stuck in the crowds, waiting in the four-hour Pandora lines, and being turned away at restaurants. Contact me at WPMagicJourneys.com. Tell me you heard this ad at Dis After Dark to get $25 off your deposit. Best of all, there's no charge for my services, so Hakuna Matata, because you will... And now, back to the show. Okay, so on the 4th, so a couple of days ago, we said goodbye to Dragon Challenge. I'm so heartbroken. I'm really sad that I couldn't get out there to ride it one last time, but I lived vicariously through people's Twitter posts. Oh, yes. And I know Instagram. a lot of people were there, yeah. Yeah, I'm so sad. But I'm kind of... I said in May that I was I was going to ride it, like, a bajillion times for just in case because I'd heard so many rumours that it was going to be closed. And, and I am really, really glad that I did go on it a few more times since then. I just feel like it's such a sad time. Yeah. Especially because over the last few years, you know, when... When it opened at first and it was Jewel and Dragons, it was such a popular ride. It was so, so popular. You'd wait in line for ages. Yeah. I remember when it was, like, always backed up to, like, the first few rooms they had. Yeah. And but now the, it's just... the queue was so cool walking through. So you yeah. didn't really mind. But it and seemed it was like... Over... Peace. <laughs> yeah. It seemed like over the last few years, it's kind of died down a lot and... I, I was joking with my brother in May because it was so busy. It was, um, is a, I don't remember what the date, but grad, grad bash or something like that was going on when we were there in May. Oh, yeah. And so it, the whole entire park was full of kids, absolutely full of kids, and you couldn't move on anything. And I was, I was in a really bad mood about it. And I was like, you know that it's like unbearably busy because Dragon Challenge is 45 minutes. And you never see that because every time you walk past it, say it's five minutes and it takes more than five minutes to walk through all of the queue lines. So you never, ever wait for it. And that made me really sad because it's such a good ride. Yeah. When I went on it the other day, it was like a super low wait. I don't know if it was just like the day I was there. Cause I think I went on a Tuesday and it was like early in the morning, but it was like no wait. I walked on both front row for both sides. Oh, it breaks I'm, my heart. Yeah, I'm gonna miss that ride because that's like one of the only other actual roller coasters they have there. They have Hulk and Rip Ride Rocket, which are like the roller coasters that are intense, in my opinion. Exactly, and Rip Ride Rocket. Mm, no, it's not my favorite. I'd rather yeah. go and try the challenge. Yeah, for sure. So that's closed down. Now, didn't it close down a little bit earlier than planned because of the weather? Yeah, yeah, they I had think storms. Just... Yeah, isn't it so weird that everything that's been closing lately has like something's happened on the last <laughs> on the last day? <laughs> like Helen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, it's it's sad that it's gone, and it, it it seems like it was forced upon them more than it was out of wanting to close it, which is the. The big issue, I think, for people. Yeah. That the the company that originally made it would no longer repair anything on it. <sighs> That's so mean. Because it was Honestly, no, it was no longer the ride that they built, though, was it? Mm. So. That's true. I I kind of hoped that on the last day they'd make them duel again. Yeah. 
because you have to go through so much stuff to get on the ride now so you have to wait for ages and ages and ages in the tiniest locker room known Mm -hmm. to man and then you have to go through all of the metal detectors and a million team members saying to you nothing in your pockets nothing in your pockets no change no phones blah 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 and so there is no reason why they couldn't have dueled again yeah and I feel like so, if they did do that, like on the last day, I have like, I, they could always get people to sign waivers or something. Just like a few amount that want to do it. Yeah. So to like say I won't bring anything on the ride. Exactly. Make I would walk through ten metal detectors if it meant yeah. that they were going to duel. I'm one of these people that I stick to the rules on rides. So if they tell me I can't take my phone on there, I'm not taking my phone on there. If they tell me I can't film on there, I'm not filming. If they say I can't have a quarter in my pocket, I probably don't have a pocket anyway, but I will make sure that I don't have a quarter in my pocket because I want the ride to go as smoothly as it possibly can. I don't want anything holding me up. But you see people all the time, they'll go past all of these signs and all of these team members and they'll get to the metal detector and they'll have the phone. Or they'll have some sunglasses. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you such an idiot? Yeah, no, it's just like, just put it in the locker. You can deal with everything for a few yeah. minutes. So now um, they have to go all the way back and go to the crappy little locker room and put their phone and all the crap back in. Gosh, that locker room was hectic. It's second only to Forbidden Journey lockers. That's... Forbidden Journey lockers are the bane of my life. <laughs> Honestly, they it, it actually puts me off going on the ride. I love the ride so so much, and I love I love going into the castle. But that luck situation stresses me out. Oh yeah, I that's why I usually do single rider, and I just walk past that because that is always just a sea of people. It's horrific, and you you see the poor team member standing outside like your entire family does not need to go in. Please don't send your entire family <laughs> yeah. in, and you see a family of fifteen. All walk through with one one backpack, one backpack, and then all of them crowd around the little machine, and I'm like, please, I just want to put my backpack in. It's just that's me when I just, I've left my family outside while I come in. Uh, that's when I just push and shove. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too small for that. I just get lost in the crowds doing oh, that. Oh yeah. So, anyway, back to my point of I stick to the rules, and I. I'm I'm pretty disappointed that they didn't duel on the last day, if I'm honest. Yeah, I would have liked to see like a video or some pictures of it. Yeah, and I feel like I was kind of expecting a big to-do with the closing, so I was kind of expecting maybe a ceremony. Correct me if I'm wrong, if I've missed it, but I was searching all over the internet for, for people going, you know, a little bit wild about it and giving it a good send-off. I just didn't see that. I did see a lot of people going to see the last ride of it. But I just didn't see anything, like, momentous. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely, like, there wasn't a lot other than, like, a few people that, that I saw on Twitter just posting about it. I was like, and then that, that speech they gave at the end or something. No, I didn't see that. I think it was like a line from the Dueling Dragons uh, ride originally, and they were like all singing it or chanting it. Oh. Well, that's that's something at least. Yeah. But if I was there personally, I would have had one side of me dressed as a fire dragon and one side of me dressed as an ice dragon, and I would have made a gigantic deal about it. Turn side to side? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And something that I always, always wonder, one of our listeners might be able to tell me the answer to this, because it's kind of like the E.T. spaceship situation again. What happened to the dragon statues that were outside when it was dueling dragons? Like, where are they? I would have... But that would be cool if they still had them. They should put them in the prop shop, and I will buy them. <laughs> those, those, like the big ones at the, at the, the gigantic ones that were, that were <laughs> oh, at the geez. entrance. 
and you had yeah. the giant ice one and the giant fire one, I would put them outside of my house so that my house looks <laughs> like a Game of Thrones house. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm going to start watching that soon. Oh, mate, don't get me started on things that you haven't watched. <laughs> Interview with the vampire. You've got so much stuff to watch, and Craig, and Nick, all of yours, uh, rubbish at TV shows. And yeah, what the hell? You didn't see the shining I know, guys, everybody, everybody that listens to this podcast, tweet Craig with a shocked face emoji. He did watch it today. Oh. Yeah, so tweet tweet shock that he's only just seen it. How? <laughs> how? I don't understand. How old is how old Craig? Old. <laughs> old enough to have seen The Shining is the answer to the question. I don't know one person that hasn't seen it other than him and Nick. It baffles me. I see. Yeah. But literally any film that I ever mentioned to Craig, I haven't seen it, girl. I haven't seen it, girl. Yet has seen It Follows. <laughs> You're never going to let him live that down, are you? I'm not, because he he went on for about half an hour on this podcast. Amanda, it's the best film that you'll ever see. It's amazing. It's so good. You need to watch it. I watched it and I was like, am I watching the right film? This is horrific. As we said on Dad the other night, Every film that Craig watches is the best thing since sliced bread until he watches the next one. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But I can't go with the fact that he hasn't seen that. I can't go with the fact that Luke hasn't seen Interview with the Vampire or Game of Thrones. I have never even heard of Interview with a Vampire until you guys Oh, my oh, life. Why are you so young? <laughs> you need to watch it. I was actually going to get Brad Pitt's character from Interview with the Vampire on my horror sleeve but I changed my mind for somebody else so I'll show everyone that one when it's done but that's how much I like Interview with the Vampire it's a really good film you need to watch it but yeah I would put those dragons right outside of my house they need to go in the prop shop they would probably be about $500,000 (laughs) oh only that much only you know they'll make them a bit cheap because they don't duel anymore yeah you can only have one outside at a time though no i need both so they fight like like how i assume game of thrones will end but they could have that section of the park off right i know that we talk about this all the time on the podcast but we're convinced that it's going to happen they could have cordoned this part of the park off built behind it and made this game of thrones land it's the third park. Well, they could have cordoned it off, right? I made that like a wall, a wall around it, and an entrance right around the other side, and then that could have been the back of the third gate. Complete with dragon, dragon, um, I forgot what the land's called, Dragonstone, and Winterfell. Could have been fantastic. Could have been a whole entire park with all different lands ending with Jewel and Dragon's Fire and Ice. I would really be I don't know most of uh, most of those words you just said. <laughs> Soon you will. When you watch <laughs> yeah. it, you'll be like, Yes, Amanda, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw but... the, the Winter is Coming is episode one. I know that's a big meme. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They could have that written everywhere. They could sell specialty <laughs> beers and non-alcoholic beers for those that are too young to drink or don't like to drink. All kinds of cool food. It would be such a good park. So good. And also, if that ever does happen, you know, we should like have a little part in the park with our names on it because we've talked about it so much. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or like a drink <laughs> named after us or something like that. Or the ride named after yeah, yeah. Everything else is getting named after the After Dark Podcast Network lately, so why not? <laughs> oh yeah, faiths. Everybody's yeah. faiths, including Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, not to get any lawyers involved, but there's a new a new thing going on at the Warner Brothers Studio tour this Halloween. So, what what was it called again? Hogwarts After Dark. Hogwarts After Dark. Oh my god. 
<laughs> that's real. We haven't made that up. That's real life. So that's going to be a, a cool Halloween-themed thing going on at the Warner Brothers studio tour. Actually looks really, really cool. I really want to go to it. Yeah, I haven't done one of the special events there yet. Well, well I haven't even ever been there yet. I and can't believe you've not been. I know. I was planned to go, and then some noise ruins my plans. And I really wanted us guys from the podcast to all go to it and have a kind of after dark meet-up celebration day. But it just never seems to work out for everybody. So we haven't done it yet, but maybe we will soon. Yeah. Okay, so... Anything else that you guys want to talk about? Uh, I was just going to bring up one thing from Universal Studios Hollywood. For all the people that uh, think that Shrek 4D should go in Orlando, it actually has gone in Hollywood. Mm. They've actually closed it. And it's now becoming the DreamWorks Theatre. So by the sounds of it, it's becoming like somewhere to go and watch clips of films. Oh, what? Is that it? Yeah, well, they've got at the moment they've got meet and greets in like the the town square thing that they've got there, uh, the oh, plaza. Cool. I'm wondering whether the meet and greets are going to go inside the theatre. Oh, that would that would actually be pretty cool. Yeah, so at the moment I think they've got Shrek and Donkey. Donkey and Donkey's been there for years. Um, they've got uh, Panda from Kung Fu Panda. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple of the other characters as well from that, and a few others, but that's that's about it going on at the moment. They've moved Donkey. Donkey's now in the same area. He used to be right outside the ride, but with the work that they're doing at the moment, it's, he's had to move. Um, but it's strange because <laughs> from where it is, you can actually see um, Harry Potter. It's literally built right onto the back of each other. Um, because of the, the area, and they actually did up the whole theatre for Shrek 4D, literally when the the land opened. So it it kind of oh. faded in. So I don't know what they're going to do now that they're changing it completely, and whether it will still fade in or not. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's a bit bit of a strange one to to do all that work on it and then get rid of it. Yeah, that is strange. Speaking of, of strange, we have our... <laughs> what a perfect <laughs> introduction. I know. People strange. <laughs> Chris Ripley. Good evening. Hi. How are you doing? All right. How are you doing? We're doing really, really good. What are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking out of my mini bar right now a <laughs> complimentary bottle of classic Coca-Cola. Oh, complimentary, not a £7 one. No, he, he said in the minibar, as long as it's not alcoholic, I can have what I want. So far, I've had two chocolate bars, a packet of biscuits, I've got a whole box of tea bags, and a box of extra thick triple condoms. <laughs> you are in for one hell of a night. Gin, gin. <laughs> Best. So, so far, Chris, what you missed is Hurricane Irma. Hotel Aventura, Shrek's Grant and DreamWorks preview centre is in, and um, goodbye, Jewel and Dragons. Oh. Oh, sad time, sad time. What was the Shrek one? The one in Hollywood. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I we're, thought we're I was not so lucky. <laughs> yeah. So, I kind of thought that when I heard that Shrek was closing in Hollywood, I kind of thought that they would maybe develop a whole new land there. No. I wasn't too sure what it would be, but I thought this is their perfect opportunity to do something really cool. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> oh, God. <coughs> <laughs> that complimentary Coke's not doing any good, is it, Chris? <laughs> or have you swallowed one of the condoms? Yeah. Um... What's the... Uh, there's not a lot of space there, though. Is there the Shrek? No, not really. Hollywood? It's It's got that playground, though, next to it, hasn't it? Yeah, that's It used true. to be the Curious George playground, so I wonder whether that might go at some point. So have they said what's replacing it, then, or...? Just... It sounds like it's just called DreamWorks Theatre, so, as I said, I think it's going to end up being a preview centre. Oh, 
All right. Oh, and maybe makes sense. yeah, maybe move the meet and greets inside there. It's strange though that they would get rid of an attraction and just put in a, you know, what is a glorified cinema. Well, to be fair, that's what it was anyway, wasn't it? Uh, this cinema moved and had effects in track. Yeah, that animatronic you, that you could watch at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. I could cause those effects myself. I could spit out some drink and fart. <laughs> <laughs> I was just doing that two seconds ago. <laughs> well, yeah, I kind of thought that this was their opportunity to do something a little bit wild, but clearly not. Have we heard anything more on Nintendo yet? Because I was in work yesterday... And there's this person that always comes into my work to ask me questions about about Universal. Um, and they were like, blah, 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 something about um, Nintendo in Japan. And I was like, yeah, boy, it's coming to Orlando. And they're like, really? I was like, how did you know that? They've started doing some clearing work, haven't they? I'm sure I read somewhere that they've started doing something behind Barney already. Yeah, backstage behind Barney, they've been doing stuff. And it, also there's talk that the queues and the where they let you out of the houses won't go through Barney either. I kind of miss that a little bit. Hmm. It's kind of fun to go through the Barney queue. I was going to say that's always, always looked a little bit creepy to me going through there in the dark. <laughs> it's the only time I've ever been through there was for Halloween Horror Nights. Have you never seen the Barney show? No. Chris Ripley, you haven't lived. <laughs> really? Yeah, uh, I, I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rule that you have to watch the Barney show one time, but you have to go into the Barney play area every trip. Ooh, the Barney play area. It's so cool. A right. <laughs> little bit dated now, but me and Ash always get the same pictures every single year in the Barney play area. We love it in there. So it'll be a sad day when Barney goes for us. I haven't been to see the show for for years now, but I loved Barney when I was younger. The, the kids today even know what Barney is. I mean, is it still on TV? I don't know. I don't think it is. Yeah. I'm not too sure, but there always seems to be, you know, a lot, a lot of kids in that show. But to be fair, you could say that about most of Universal's more kiddie-themed areas in the park, couldn't you, really? That's it, like... I've personally never seen anything. I don't know if Curious George is a film or a TV show. It was both. Was it? Yeah. I've I've never seen anything to do with it, but I I thoroughly enjoy the Curious George water area. Oh yeah, that place is fun. Yeah. In the in the ball pit area. Ah, oh, so full of gems. <laughs> yeah. Really <laughs> you come fun. Out there with absolute pink eye. <laughs> Ooh. I know, but then you know you could say something about like Five or like most kids now. Well, the majority of kids now would have no idea who Five is. And the stuff over in Islands of Adventure is no better either. Other other than Popeye, that kids might well, know these days. But the rest, do they do they know, like do they know who Popeye is? Probably the majority of them don't, but I think that's the one that people probably know more than anybody. Luke, do you know who Popeye is? I know who Popeye is. Did you say no? No, I do, I do. Oh, you were like, no, I don't know who Popeye is. I was like, see, point proven. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I feel like I just about know who Popeye is. I think if it wasn't for Cartoon Network, I wouldn't know who most of the cartoon characters are. Yeah, like Boomerang and stuff. I used to watch all that. Yeah, we had all that. Good times. <laughs> Why? Yesterday. But on that point, right, how come Scooby-Doo, for example, has continually been popular since the 70s? Why has there never been a Scooby-Doo attraction? I was thinking this the other day because I was thinking about a game that I used to play. I think it was maybe for PlayStation I could be wrong, but it was a Scooby Doo game where you used to like go through like the wharf and you'd see all the monsters and then you'd go through this big haunted house. And I was like, wow, what a cool game that was! I really want to buy that again. That that was just like a random Amanda thought when I was bored. 
But then I thought, why couldn't they have, like... I was also thinking of catering to all audiences here, by the way. A family-friendly Scooby-Doo haunted attraction. Yeah. Haunted Mansion rip-off with Scooby-Doo. That is what we want. Oh, yeah. Why couldn't they do that? And an audio animatronic that looks like the Hatbox ghost, and then he whips it off (laughs) and it's a human underneath. Yeah. Yes. Why don't we have this? But Scooby-Doo, I mean, they still make them now. Yeah? Yeah. You know. The Scooby-Doo films that they bring out, like the feature feature length things that they do, were the best. Absolute best. Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost, still one of my all-time favourite cartoon films. I love it. But they could... Totally do something like that. I'd be happy if that replaced Terminator. Yeah, now you're talking. Yes. And it could because that's where, you know, the mystery machine and the gang are always kind of around that area doing meet and greets. So it could totally work in that area. They could build a really cool facade for it. That could be awesome. Yes. Yes. Or, to be honest, I'd be happy if they moved over to Islands and they replaced things in Toon Lagoon with cartoons like Scooby-Doo. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, a little, could little use there, that theatre. Well, that theatre, I mean, that's massive. Sits there doing nothing all day, doesn't it? Exactly. Exactly. I actually don't remember the last time that got used, other than... They, didn't they do a TV show there quite recently? Oh, I don't know. I think they thought like, that was it Impractical Jokers? Oh, yeah. Oh, that um, sounds kind of familiar. Which, randomly, I'm sitting here with that on the telly in front of oh, me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's because I'm Matt So Raven. I'm psychic, I know. That's so Raven. <laughs> That's me. But yeah, they could they could totally utilise that area for something like that. I'd be so down for more current cartoons in that area because honestly, you know, I'm older than Lucas, and I don't know ninety percent of those characters into them again. Look, Amanda, you hang around with the universal equivalent of Imagineers. So I think you need to put a word in for the fandom and get this sorted out. You know what? I already did. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did actually. There's there's some things that that I brought up in conversation that I'm hoping to see changed soon. But I I earned I had my views. I spoke for the for the community. So hopefully we'll see the changes that I want to see soon. Plus Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh my god. I'm determined. Luke, I'm not being funny. When you've watched all these seasons of Game of Thrones, you'll be like, oh my god, Amanda was so right. <laughs> People tell me to watch it like so many times. I remember my coworker had it as a, as her ringtone, and I'm like, is that Game of Thrones? And she goes, yes, do you watch it? And she started freaking out. I was like, nope, I just recognized the song. And she just got all crazy. I was like, oh my gosh, Game of Thrones fans. Oh my god. <laughs> so... We spoke about Hurricane Irma, but Chris, you posted a tweet yesterday Mm -hmm. about corn. Yeah. And I was like, you're so right. Because a few weeks ago when we were recording and we were talking about the Halloween Horror Nights house that shall not be named, we were talking about how (laughs) (laughs) Halloween Horror Nights grew all this corn one time and then it was all destroyed by a hurricane. And it seems like history is just repeating itself. Well, let's hope not. But, um, yeah, I mean, Central Florida, I mean, it. well, you know, you guys, I don't know if you've been out there, but Florida gets hurricanes quite frequently this time of year, doesn't it? I mean, they don't yeah. tend to get too bad in Orlando, but, you know, they still do damage, don't they? Mm. This one's going to be bad, too, so hopefully everyone's evacuating that's it. I feel like if if your area is told to evacuate, just evacuate. Yeah. 
listen listen to what they're saying. Because the worst case scenario, you know, it was over exaggerated a little bit and your house is fine when you go back to it. If you evacuated. So evacuate if they tell you to evacuate and be safe. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But Chris, is there anything that you want to bring up? Um, well, what's happening with the um, repository? Right. I keep hearing conflicting things about this. Because one person messaged me and was like, yep, something is definitely coming kind of along the same vein as repository. So, like, be prepared for that. And I'm like, okay, awesome. And then another person messaged me like, no, it's not happening. So I don't know why everyone's talking about yeah, it's it's a tricky one. I mean, I don't know anything. I mean, I had been told that it's going to go away and come back the following year, but um, it it just it's very odd that Universal builds uh, a website from scratch every year. I mean, some years they're really good, some other years they're pretty basic, but it, but they do generally build it fairly from scratch. So it's a slightly odd that this twenty seven website would have. Uh, the repository on it and then have it taken down I mean it wouldn't have been left over from last year I wouldn't have thought because everything should be new so we did get the announcement for repository really late last year but was it as late as this I don't think that it was but has anything ever been this late well no no (laughs) honestly I've been so thrown off with with all of these announcements I still haven't made an originals video because I'm like, I've just, I've literally just released a video like three days ago. So I feel all over the place with announcements. Well, 25, funnily enough, all the announcements were pretty late for that. I mean, it, it did, uh, 27 and 25 has followed more or less the same announcement pattern. But the only difference that 25 had was that right at the very end of 24, they told us that Jack was coming. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there was that many people whinging for 25 because they knew Jack was coming. They knew it was going to be completely Jack-themed than there have been in 27 where there's been just so much, you know, um, confusion and, you know, lack of information. Hmm. I don't know. I really hope that repository does come back. But to be honest... I'm leaning more towards wanting them to do something special for Friday the 13th. Oh, okay. Yeah. So even if that was like a one-night upcharge thing that they did, I'd be down for that. If they wanted to bring out special characters, I'd be down for that too. I think the last time they had a Friday the 13th was they had the... um, and what are they called? I want to call them Ghostbusters, but they're not. The um, they're like Derek Akora, but the American version. Oh, um, I know who you mean, but I, I don't remember what they're called. Yeah, like Ghost Chasers or yeah. something or other. Um, they had them there signing autographs. Oh, Ghost Hunters. Yeah, Ghost Hunters. Uh, I remember that. I think that yeah. was like for the Dead End House, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That was cool. I wish I was there for that. Yes. Like, anything like that, I just hope that they do something special because usually I fly I fly into Orlando on a Friday and I fly home on a Friday and I've extended my trip so that I fly home on the Sunday so that I could be there for Friday the 13th. So I'm really, really hoping for something really special on Friday the 13th. Talking of dates about when you fly and when you fly out, you know, on the um, Diz After Dark show we just recorded, I told you about some friends of mine that have just gone to Florida uh-huh. um, and then they're coming back uh, just before uh, Halloween Horror Nights. But it turns out that they're flying back uh, tomorrow and they went out. So tomorrow 
uh, what's today, Wednesday. So they came out, they, they're flying home on Thursday the 7th. They flew out on Monday. What? So I was like, so you've literally done like four, four or five days. I said, are you flying home early because of the hurricanes? Oh, no, that's our package. We only booked four nights or whatever it was. What? I think, why would you go all the way to Florida? <laughs> Did they get anything done? They've just literally done Universal and Animal Kingdom. That's what, it. One, I was going to say, day. yeah, it's only two days worth by the by the time you've flown in and prepared to fly out again. Yeah, yeah, probably is. Wow, that's that's some Craig Lucas behaviour. <laughs> yeah, but Craig's going for a specific reason. He's not going for a huge, great, big holiday, is he? The thing is, with Animal Kingdom, I know this isn't just after dark, but I wasn't on Monday's episode, so I've got a be on my bonnet that I just need to share real quick. So, I hate that the fast pass times have changed to 12 o'clock. So, it used to be 5 o'clock UK time in the morning that you could book fast passes. So, I'd be the only silly person that would be up at 5 o'clock in the morning and the only other people that would be up at 5 o'clock in the morning were other sillies that would stupidly be up at that time. So, we'd get all the good fast passes, but now that it's 12 o'clock in the afternoon, everyone's up. Hmm. And all the fast passes go. So, 12 o'clock the other day, I was ready at 11.55 on my Disney Experience app waiting to get a flight of passage fast pass. I kept refreshing it and at 12 o'clock, all gone. Jeez. Like instantly? Instantly all gone. So that's a mixture of people that can obviously book their fast passes 60 days ahead that are staying on site and people that are obviously awake at 12 o'clock that wouldn't have been awake at 5 o'clock in the morning. So... I didn't get a fight of passage fast pass. So your friends that went to Animal Kingdom probably spent that entire day in line for fight of passage. Well, judging by their photos, I think they I think they did dinosaur and fly for passage and then left. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. I don't even doubt that. I really don't even doubt it. I've been looking at ride time because so I was like, Ash, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I feel like such a letdown. I really, I really feel bad. I didn't get us a fast pass. I'll, but it's okay. We can wait in line three hours. But what if you do that new VIP tour that they're doing for Animal Kingdom? How much am I talking there? Two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. 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 I'd rather spend that two hundred and fifty dollars. Like, I'd I'd buy one night at a Disney hotel so I could book my fast pass sixty days. The thing is, though, they say that they were never going to charge for um fast passes and they denied all knowledge of this rock star magic band but really that is basically them charging for fast passes isn't it yeah yeah Yeah. i i spoke about i did a a solo podcast on magical kingdom of walt and i i spoke about it and you are literally paying for three extra fast passes that's all you're getting this is it right i I will talk about this on, on Diz After Dark, I promise. I'm not trying to take over Diz After Dark, Universal After Dark with Diz After Dark. But I had to also make my Hollywood Studios fast passes the other day. And, yeah, it was, it was hard work. Let me tell you, it was hard work. There is only three, isn't there? <laughs> so I booked a fast pass for, originally I booked for um, Rock and Roller Coaster. And then I was like, actually... Ash might not want to go on that, so I will book us Toy Story Mania instead, because you can only book one or the other, which annoys me anyway. So I booked Toy Story Mania, and I was like, right, now I'm going to book Tower of Terror, and I was like, now I've got I've got one more fast pass and nothing else to book my fast pass on. There's actually nothing worth book like does Frozen Ever After, or I can do Indiana Jones. That's it. There's literally nothing else I can use my fast pass for. So in a moment of madness, I was like, it's fine because I'm just going to go to Epcot afterwards. So I'll just book a fast pass in Epcot. And I was like, oh, wait, no, I can't because I have to book all my fast passes in one park. And also, 
if I don't use all my fast passes in one park, I can't then book an in-park fast pass because I haven't used all my other ones. So I'm trapped. So I had to book a fast pass for Frozen. Ding long show. (laughs) I was really, really angry booking fast passes this year. So I decided (laughs) now I'm not booking any more fast passes. I'm done. So when you're in MGM and you want to go to Epcot, Uh how do you, what's your favourite way of getting between the two? I like getting the little boat. The boat. What about you guys? I walk. I walk, yeah. The walk's nice, but long, I think. Well, if you've got little legs like you, Amanda, then, you know, yeah, can understand it. it. That, like... I didn't. I I did walk last year and I did enjoy it, but only because the boats were. I think it was like 50, is it fifteen or twenty minutes? Every fifteen or twenty minutes, the boats are, and I just missed one, and I was like, "Oh, well, me as well just walk then." And it was a nice walk because it was a nice day, but long. Mind you, we did that. We missed the boat. I went, "Ah, stop this. We walk," and we probably got halfway down, and it was sunny when we left, and halfway down, the heavens opened. Yeah, that's it. If, it. if it rains, you're stuffed because you, you're trapped. You're trapped on the boardwalk. It's either that or you wait under the bridge, like yeah. a little troll, like a troll. <laughs> yeah, like that, a, that's usually my go-to. Like a Disney Brit presenter, <laughs> stealing yeah, things like, from people. Like yeah. But then soon they're going to have the Skyway. So then that'll be cool. Do you reckon that? Sorry, sorry. I just, I just felt like I was being jipped out of fast passes. Yeah, it's not good. No, and I was like, I was racking my brains for ages. Like, what? I have to use this fast pass because when I get to Epcot, I can go to the machine and I can get a fast pass for anything else at Epcot that's got a fast pass available. So I have to use it. And I was like, what can I actually use it on? There's absolutely nothing. And I was so it was such a frustrating time because MGM was my favourite Disney park. Yeah. That's just a That's it. And now I feel like I can only spend the morning there. So I booked the fast passes I did book, I booked for between nine and twelve. Which I would never usually do, so I'm just gonna have a morning there. Yeah, because there's only what like four rides there that are actual rides. Well, I'm only going honestly to ride Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror. That's all I'm going for. Yeah. Before it becomes Guardians. <sighs> Don't hurt me. I'm having such a bad time with Hollywood Studios. I can't take any more pain about it. They're going to throw that at us one day. Be ready. You know what? If if there was more to do in the park, I don't think I'd be as bothered because I actually really like Guardians of the Galaxy now. Yeah. But whilst it's just hurting my feelings so much that there's nothing at all in the park, I just can't even bear to think about it changing. Because then I know that it has to close. That's going to be one less ride to do there. That's it. And I was I was trying to tell one of my friends a, a few days ago about the Backlot tour. And I was like, I actually, that's the thing that I miss most in Hollywood Studios is the Backlot tour. Even just for going through the queue where you can see all the props. Like, oh, yeah. I, I just really miss that bit of it. Yeah, and, and even like that little interactive part of the canyon they had, that was fun. Exactly. I want more of that in Hollywood Studios. I want to be able to walk through a prop warehouse and see the book from Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like what's happened to that? Like I, I want to see that out. And yeah, that was actually like really interesting to see all the, all the cool stuff they had in there. Exactly. Like if you're not going to have many things to do just make it's so easy because you've got it all there just make a prop warehouse and let us walk through it and look at them 
Or like yeah. the Golden Girls bungalow. I'd even be happy with that. <laughs> I'd have any any kind of props, just make a gigantic warehouse and, you know, let me spend half an hour walking through it instead of going on the rides that don't exist. And I'd, I'd stop complaining. And I'll book a fast pass for that if I have to. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, they, they've and... got it all there, though. That's the most annoying thing. Yeah. Like, it's it's all there, and it's so easy for them to do. They have so many sound stages there. And it would probably cost them next to nothing to do it. So, Disney, you can have that one for free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so before I go off on another Disney tangent, has anyone else got anything that they want to talk about? No. No? Nope. Everyone good? Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah. I'm going to wrap this episode up just so that we can we can get Luke off and safe. Because we love you and we care about you. So, thank you so, so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for all the support that you give us with Universal After Dark, Diz After Dark, and Everyone's Got Wine. Thanks so much for watching Luke's videos on our YouTube channel. That's the After Dark Podcast Network on YouTube. If you search for it, you can watch all Luke's really cool videos. And thanks to all our Patreon supporters. So if you are wanting to support us on Patreon, we will leave a link in the show notes so you can go and check that out. And we do, we give fun things away, don't we? T-shirts, mm, podcasts, cool things that you can check out. Check out the page for all the information on that. And we will be back in a few days with another Diz After Dark which is the appropriate place for me to talk about my Disney feelings. <laughs> and next week we'll be back with another Universe After Dark. So we'll see you guys then. Bye-bye. Bye. Cheerio, bye. Hasta la vista. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you would like to support Diz After Dark and the other After Dark Network podcasts, please visit our website at www.patreon.com slash this after dark that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash this after dark thank you Dark Podcast Network.